0: You know, basically what you're looking at is is a curry dish um, in which someone has cooked a squirrel <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna wander
1: and i'm gonna look are there any elvish children oh yes that was a really creepy <laughs>
0: question <laughs>
2: <laughs> can I paint <page laughs> tiny eyes on my island stone
0: peril surrounds us on all sides the bite of death is never far away chapter 54 the Court of Seasons. Okay. So, in the last episode, you guys had made it back from the tower after freaky things had happened. And had arrived back in the Elden Settlement. And had actually greeted the Court of Seasons. Apparently the ruling body in the Elvish world of fairy. And it is in fact four kings and queens, a spring, summer, winter, and fall king and queen. And they proceeded through in a gorgeous procession of glittering finery, followed by a small party with the first old elf you'd ever seen. And they uh, proceeded into the main meeting hall and you had followed them in there. So um, as we said, Maroka and some of the other elders have greeted the court and ushered them into the hallway. And uh, you uh, follow them in and find a good portion of the nearby village stuffed into the hallway. And at the uh, far end of the hall, on a bit of a uh, platform, are the regents, all sitting in elegant, uh, if simple, carved wooden chairs. So sitting off to the left, apparently nodding off, office, the elderly elf that you saw previously. Your Majesties. These are, Maroka begins, but she's almost immediately interrupted by the Spring Queen. These must be the searchers you have informed us about, she says, bounding up off of her throne, her ladies-in-waiting jumping up to attend to her train. She springs forward? Exactly. She strides over to you with her arms out, clasping hands warmly with you. Behind her, you can't help but notice the reaction of the other regents. The Spring King beams with affection... At her action while the fall king and queen look on with amusement the summer and winter majesties on the other hand wear expressions of exasperation and long suffering much like an elder cat set upon by an energetic kitten <laughs> it is opportune that you should come to us in the spring as spring is ever the season of a new beginning remember the lessons of summer sister the summer queen interrupts for there is much work and toil yet to come "'But also remember that rich reward will surely be had by the victors,' the Fall King exclaims. "'For those that are there to see it,' the Winter Queen adds menacingly, "'as peril surrounds us on all sides. "'The bite of death is never far away.'" These guys must be fun at parties. "'Be that as it may, my sister,' the Spring Queen says, "'looking daggers at the Summer and Winter Queens, "'I shall look upon the arrival of these adventures as a portent of good "'and a sign that better things are coming.'" though the times are dark at present. With that, she bounces back to the throne and sits again. As is proper, the summer queen says. If any consternation was present a moment ago, it seems to be gone now. The autumn king sits straighter in his seat and addresses you, his eyes twinkling. Let me be the second to extend my greetings to you bold explorers. At this, the spring king chuckles, and turns beaming glance at his queen. Word of your quest has come to our ears, and the court was moved to assist you in any way. Some of your exploits are known to us, but not all. Please, give us your story from the beginning, and then we will add to it any information we can bring to bear, and aid you on your way. Then he sits back, accepts a glass of juice or wine from one of the waiting elves, and regards you with his jolly smile. (laughs) for all those you can't
2: see i literally just had four players stare at me with that look of do it dragon boy with a long suffering sigh of my own
1: you're the cleric man i can't do it i'm half devil she can't do it because i'll
2: step step forward um he can't do it. He's a farmer. <laughs> he
1: can't do it. He doesn't talk at all. <laughs> Therefore,
2: it and must be just you. and just as a reminder to listening, keep in mind they want the person with the lowest possible charisma
0: score to talk to everybody. That's not the lowest yeah, possible. It's not your character, of the group. I have a negative you. one. Anyone
2: else want to try to beat that? Oh, how about you, Mr. Paladin, whose charisma is my specialty? No. no, I didn't think She's so. actually. No. Arlen has the
3: highest charisma. Does he really? Yeah, no, he's a fifteen. That's that's a source. He's like, hey,
1: carrots. You've Okay.
2: I'll bow to the Spring Queen, Queen, and the rest of the, the all the presenters of the seasons, um, and then said, so "Before I begin my story, perhaps you might tell me to what point you've already heard of our exploits, and I will continue from there to save time."
0: The uh, Winter King uh, sits up and says. Very uh, little of your exploits have come all the way to Ferry. So far, what we do know, uh, especially what has been reported by our uh, good group leader here, Maroka, is that you have been exploring what is causing the decline of your world. Uh, You believe some malignant force is is, uh, causing these maladies and ills, uh, but we have no background on what has brought you this far. Um, perhaps you could start at the beginning and give us the whole story.
2: Out of character. Uh, I'll, I will start, but I'm going to gloss over the regime change we inflicted.
0: Um, <laughs> they probably don't need to know yeah, that part. Yeah, they don't need to know that part. You might want to stick to the
2: stuff but that actually yeah, varies yeah, upon um, the story. I'll, I we will explain so how, we start, how we uh, managed to become a company of adventurers Hey, right, well, why don't, you,
0: why don't you start there?
2: Oh my god, you're killing me. <laughs> okay, Here's so... it's a story of a lovely lady. <sighs> lovely how, how, how much time has passed, which Corvo would know at this point, from the moment we first started on this?
0: Okay, so you guys, um, you know, got up this morning. No, and, I mean, I mean, you know, had breakfast. Started. About mid-morning or so, you guys had done... No, I mean, from the moment we joined mid-morning. as
2: the guard to the point we're at. Oh, but actually, believe,
0: believe it or not, it's only been about a month and a half that all of okay. this has happened. Wow. Yeah. What? So could, I say, well, it, say. Is, it has been a whirlwind of activity. Because <laughs> well, it's only been 30 days uh, okay. to this day since um, Beltane, when you guys came back to the walls of Civitas Cataracta. Wow. Okay. So I say, well,
2: it is will be surprising for you to learn that barely a month has passed since our initial gathering has hired security for a small town before we found ourselves thrust into an unexpected role of investigators of this unnatural occurrence through several mishaps and guided adventures we met a wizard in the tower of a city that you must forgive me i do not pronounce very well Um, i'm sure you know who i speak of as you are quite uh, informed of our own. Um, they say he's mad, but he was able to give us a quite convincing explanation and encouragement. So we set out across the vast deserts, creating life and danger by going where we should not have to gain an Oracle's riddle. That riddle has led us to a broken kingdom where we met the remaining specter of an original queen. From there, we end up here amongst the Vale of elves where we also met who appears to be our foe, a creature of darkness and evil and power the likes of which is frightening and unfathomable. Through the elves' kindness, they were able to retrieve us from a spell slumber of sorts, and usher us before you to now tell this tale. We still find ourselves on the path set forth by this wizard in the tower, yet, to be quite honest, we are stumbling in the dark, trying to find the clues along the way.
0: The uh, Winter Queen looks over at Maroka and... uh says, and, and what is this wizard's name that they mention? And Maroka speaks, oh, that would be the wizard Galchabar. He visits often here, um, An elderly human. And uh, Indeed, the, you are correct. And he has been quite helpful in the past weeks. And the fall uh, uh, queen says, an elderly human, you say. I didn't know any word left. We've only recently re-, re- uh, established a presence here in Far, and started teaching magic again. I would think that all of the wizards would be young, but apparently this one is not. And Maroka says, I can vouch for his um, good faith. He has been a loyal ally to us the entire time we've been here.
2: I have found humans to be quite
0: resilient when they wish to be. So the uh, Spring Queen pipes up and says, this home that you received, um, what did it say? And of course, all of you guys have it just etched into your mind as if it's written down on a sheet of paper in front of you. Actually, <laughs> I, I
2: do not, but I will Being poked and prodigy. I'm part by of my brain that I keep
3: it in shape
2: like it. Understand, <laughs> I, am no, I am no poet, but here is what I can remember. The name of your foe is known to one... In the high throne she sits, though her day is done. Your foe is also in the vale of the elves, only to be found by those who can delve. Your foe is to be also found close at hand, where water sprouts from blowing sand. You must also look deep in the frost amongst peaks that are most perilous to cross. And a tyrant awaits with his baleful stare, where a sea ruler sits without even a care and your foe is to be found where one cannot see, and those lands of the land are unable to be. Also you must find a dangerous lair, where fiery greed guards the treasure that is there, and you will have to learn how to fly, so that you may find your foe in the sky. Finally, at last, your foe can be found where the souls of the evil are tortured and ground. As you can see, he was, the oracle was not exactly specific in her riddle, but I find that the more I've learned of magic and mythical creatures, this is pretty much normal for the cause.
0: The uh, Winter King speaks up and says, yes, um, I'm afraid most oracles do speak in riddles, uh, with their meanings couched in terms that you must discover. Um, So what uh, have you unwound so far in these riddling words?
3: We've mostly figured out first part, we had gone to the ancient city that is at the base of the Vale, near the ocean, and we found the Spectre Queen. And from there, we followed up into the Vale of the Elves, and we found what appeared to be a zombified form of Alol, the ancient king. Mm -hmm. Wizard? Wizard?
2: wizard.
3: Wizard? Yes. must be
2: given the young humans more in tune with the... the Hand-to-hand arts. Not
3: a human. Mm -hmm.
1: Half-elf. Forgive me, half-elf. She's been melted by a dragon like six times. (laughs) (laughs) That is a story for another time,
2: kings and queens. But yes, it was actually the uh, court wizard, who I believe now is
0: that undead creature we met, Mm -hmm. deep within the earth. Yes, um, the spring king speaks up. Yes, Aloha. That was reported to us. And uh, to that end, we brought the greatest of our elven historians. Um, And he looks over, and the uh, elderly elf that you guys had seen before is fast asleep in his chair, nodding to the side. And the uh, winter queen, with a bit of gentleness that you have not seen expressed from before, quietly reaches over and says, Grandfather, wake up. Wake up, Grandfather. And his eyes flutter open. Uh, yeah, yes. Oh, yes. And the uh, Winter Queen says The residents here, the adventurers, the explorers, they have discovered that the name of their foe is someone named Alowal, and that they have actually encountered him here. What can you bring to bear on that? And he says, Lowall. 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 Yes. Yes. Name I have heard. And he t- sits there for a while, and then he uh, reaches his hand back a little bit, and one of his attendants that you saw earlier actually hands him this enormous volume, and he starts paging through it. And after a little bit, he says, Yes, here it is, Laval, I thought I remembered it. Over a thousand years ago, he was one of the most respected wizards of his kind. He was, he emigrated here to Poreau to open his own school of magic. He said that the newfound races showed great promise He was greatly known for the arcane arts, but especially he was known as a master of the art of illusion. And although his school taught many of the arcane arts, those students most interested in the skills of illusion would come to see him. It was with great sorrow that when we closed the gates to far we realized that he had not made it back this was of course a thousand years ago even beyond the lifespan of an elf we mourned his eventual passing the uh, there's a little bit of a silence and the Summer King says, Is there anything more? And he pages through the books some more and he says, Not that is here, but I will research and report back to your majesties anything else I find.
2: Well, seeing like he did not depart in the way he thought he did. Perhaps him being left behind was his own plan, or perhaps not. Either way, he seems. Quite driven.
0: Well, you guys discovered that uh, diary in the tower, and if you remember, in the diary it said that the uh, gates just closed one day, and a low wall was trapped on this side.
3: Is it possible that we're not hearing the full story?
2: Hmm? From who?
3: From the elves? The elders would be the ones who would know.
2: This is the eldest of the elders.
1: And it would seem odd that for such someone who is known for, for teaching the younger races who, whose loss was mourned that he didn't make it through the gates has to be remembered only in the dusty pages of that time. Well, they have been locked away
3: for a thousand years. But I also know that, though I may only know one sect of elves, they tend to be quite prideful. If there was an elf that wanted to teach some of the younger races. The older elves might not have been too happy about it.
1: And let's not forget they refused to acknowledge the existence of the tower that we discovered at all. That, How could you
2: not that, know
0: of this place on your own land? Well, like they said, they thought it was a Druid Circle.
3: That's possible. It's possible that the people who have been hosting us elves don't live, know.
2: Elves live an extended life, but they're not infinite. They might literally just did not.
0: And you got to remember that the major wars were going on, and there was great violence going on. Um, It would not have been considered unusual for someone to have disappeared, even a great wizard. I'm sure many, many great wizards must have disappeared uh, in the conflict that happened and not came back.
2: It would appear this student or master of yours, in the time he was left behind, grew... I suppose it could be debated, but grew angry he was left behind and sought a way of extending his life because he was not quite ready to let loose what he had learned and now in this long afterlife of undeadness or whatever he is he's gone quite mad and angry he wishes to make the world like him perhaps
1: so your majesties you offer any advice as to where we should go next? They say,
0: You have given us quite a bit of information, and most of it is troubling. We will retire now and ruminate on what you've said. We will research and bring to you any information that we can, and you will go with our blessings at the very least. But whatever help, whatever aid we can give you, we will. We, and this at this point in time, the uh, summer queen uh, seems a little uh, sorrowful. We are sorry. We have visited, unfortunately, upon your land two disasters. The first, when we introduced magic into your land when you were not ready to accept it, and second when we left some of the magic behind. We do hope that in this new age, our new teachings will be more restrained and appropriate, and nothing like this shall happen again. Uh, let us take a break, and we will give any aid we can to you before we leave. And uh, Marocca um, kind of waves you to the side and people start to uh, exit the room. And actually, um, Adrian, mm-hmm. make for me a perception check. I'd
1: mm-hmm. say okay. nine and five cups no. cup
0: of tea.
3: 10. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay, so do you guys uh, exit? Yeah. yeah. So what do we do? How long? And Maroka says, um, "Please retire to your cottages and relax. And um, there will be a grand feast uh, an hour after sunset. Um, until then, the majesties will ruminate on what you've said, and they will bring to you any aid that they can before you, before they leave." Uh, the, the cottages are
2: singular, right? So like steps that lead up to a door. Or are they like in, are the cottages inside like a long hall?
0: Oh no, they're individual items. Yeah. Okay. And, is, as you've seen, the the Elvish settlements, the buildings are scattered here and there in between the trees. As you know, as said, it, it looks almost like they've not even had to move a single bush to accommodate their uh, their dwellings. Okay.
2: Uh, Gormul just stay outside the cottage and just kind of stare at the distant mountains. I'm going to read the the scroll
1: given to me by Master Cho of. Current and future teachings, and I'm wondering if any of any of the new lessons are making more sense.
0: They do seem to be uh, kind of coalescing there. You you can uh, you definitely feel that the more you the more you practice, the the closer you get to your, all your new techniques. Yes. How
3: how close do you feel knowing these things?
0: Well, you guys feel close. He's miles away. Our, no. <laughs> 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 makes sense, makes sense. Terrible, really. Nothing but love. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna wander, and I'm gonna look, are there any elvish children? Oh yes! That was a really <laughs> creepy <laughs> question!
2: <laughs> I, I'm not going there. I'm just gonna be quiet and listen. I'm trying to dodge that. Have thing. we contacted Galjabar Yeah. Uh, nonsense underneath when he was at a party. And you know, they made a good point.
3: <laughs> yeah, continue, continue. Hmm?
2: What?
1: They asked yeah. if we have done Galtabar recently.
2: I had said not, since we were underground before we passed out for three days. Right. Since Galtabar, who
1: shouldn't even be. What? Perhaps. Did you not hear it, the elves oh, yeah, say, why yeah. Yeah. do they you
2: have an old idea.
1: geezer yeah. wizard? They shouldn't exist.
3: So <laughs> maybe he has that disease it's he ages more rapidly
1: that's not not and Maybe he's just maybe done he's so like much rolling on the wild magic sorcerer
3: table. He's just gotten younger and younger and Call Galchabar,
1: because there's a force from the outer <laughs> regions
3: that seem to be staring at him. <laughs> I produce the bowl and take out it. You gaze into the bowl, young sorcerer? I <laughs> throw it up first, and then I uh, call uh, Galchabar's name. Do we want to, like, get everyone here? Yes. Just, well, he's staring into this. I'm certainly, out. I'm going, going to, to stick promise.
0: around
3: the party members for And I'm wandering, I'm just wandering. Looking
1: for trouble because I'm kinda of bored sitting here in Elfland. But you have two friends who will talk to the old guy with you.
3: So first I'm going to call Galchivar his name into the ball. Okay.
0: And um, he uh, is actually back in the tower in Civitas Cataractas. And is uh, apparently working away his alchemy set, and he's sort of mixing um, a couple of reagents together. And um, um, as often happens, he kind of becomes aware that you're looking at him, and you notice that he's not really paying attention to what he's pouring from one flask into the uh, test tube. And then all of a sudden, boom! <laughs> Whatever it is, scared? just it erupts. Yeah. And you just see him blinking there, and he's like missing his eyebrows. <laughs> his face is kind of blackened, and uh, you see him, uh, you know, quickly go and, and fetch the bowl and, and get a a, uh, a cloth to, uh, to wipe the soot from his face. And he uh, pours pours water into the bowl, and and uh, he uh, um, you know speaks your name, and and uh, he says, "Ah, oh, hello, sorcerer. Oh, I got you Byron. I am <laughs> pleased to see you. How are things going? Where are you now? We're still with the elves. Uh, we
3: just met with the Court of Seasons.
0: You did? That's amazing. Never have they come to the Kingdom of fire in anyone's lifetime. That's amazing. I wish I had been there myself. It would have been nice
3: to see you here. Um, we've been answering the poll. We had uh, told them the prophecy that the Oracle gave us and they're discuss now they're discussing what uh, they could come up with, the information. Um, and we have, I guess, time to kill, and we decided to contact you.
0: Oh, very good. You will oh. out the
3: whole evil, a low-all part, you know. You're not here, you're just wandering around, looking for trouble. Maybe you should wander back so you can be part of the <laughs> conversation there. I just happened to have
1: done that and overheard your statement. I and mean, I had to come and say, you know, you left out a very crucial point.
3: You decided to not research for children? None of them looked good enough to eat. Yes. Oh, come on, they're green fed. We, we also had just come back from a Lowell's Tower where we had uh, encountered his undead self and had just returned now. Oh, tell me more. What happened?
0: This sounds terrifying.
1: <laughs> he, he kicked was, our high niece and sent us into a demi plane. Oh, we wait. had to die to escape.
3: We went we found that his tower had sunken in into the ground, um, and we had to go down from the top of the tower all the way down to the basement where he had cast an illusory spell on us where we thought we had to fight through an arena of all sorts of undead creatures. And then we were ejected from that plane into some sort of uh, never-ending plane of just gray. Sort of like an upside down. and. The only way to get out of that was
0: to kill ourselves. This is over fine. But you seem to be fine now. But we're great. We're not over killing ourselves.
3: <laughs> we're we were lucky enough that the elves had gone down to search for us and they brought us back. It actually took us
0: three days to um for the elves to find us. This is quite a bit of news. And did the regents have anything to say to bear upon your uh, plight here? Do they have any clues or hints for you?
3: Not necessarily, but they did say that there shouldn't be any human wizards that are as old as you are.
0: Oh, well, that's not too surprising. I only took up the hobby just recently. The hobby of being old? (laughs) He's into the bowl. (laughs) (laughs) And you feel the spectral hand just back you up.
1: (laughs)
3: But your statement is not untrue. (laughs) I mean, it could be untrue if he's
0: been old for a while. I've been old for quite some time.
1: He may not even be human. Are you human, Gatshbar? He appears to be human. Well.
3: I mean, you could appear to be lots of things. Yes. Point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: he tried to play off as being a sorcerer, but we know the real difference. <laughs> I'm actually a worm. <laughs> and that's W-Y-R-N. You know as did not answer the question.
0: Well you couldn't. You guys are too busy hammering amongst yourselves. Gauchbar, <laughs> <laughs> are you human? He says I'm as human as the rest of you. Wait, maybe that was not a good comparison. <laughs> who says that in the know? So the answer is no.
1: <laughs> okay, so now he's not human. Could be an elf pretending to be human. Just but so sort of out of character. character. Have
2: we have we talked to him about Iloa before? I, I don't remember. Yeah. We it, and, told him when he, we left the palace about But him. And he, did he know who
3: Iloa was? Did he—had he heard of him? Had he—
0: It didn't ring a bell. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, you, see, you said it almost rang a bell. You know, it seemed familiar. Hmm. Um, of course, you haven't reported to him what the historian told you. So
3: right, that's why I was yeah. asking because I didn't almost lets,
0: almost rings a bell. Makes
1: me think he's not human. He's older than he lets on, and he can almost recall something that it took a historian to have a glimpse out of a tomb. Does this sound all too
3: suspicious? I fill him in with what we heard from the historian. In comparison to what was written in Orwell's diary, said so that the elves betrayed him versus uh, that he had been
0: left behind. Well, in his diary, all it said was that just that one day the gates closed. Um, you know, he was preparing to leave, and the next thing you know, they're closed. Um, so. Um, Calcifer, what school of magic do you study? He says, I am a generalist, you would say. I dabble in all the different schools. Most wizards do, but what do you prefer? Oh, my my very favorite is transmutation, he says. And starts wiping a little more soot off his face. Mm -hmm. How long have you been studying to be a wizard? He says, Let's see here. Why did the elves get back into this world about 30 years ago? But enough about me. So, they told you that a was. A ancient headmaster. It be, all begins to make sense. He must have been an elf and was trapped on the side of the gateway when they closed. And then at that point in time, he must have tried to extend his life until they opened again.
2: He definitely extended his life, but obviously needs some skin moisture. Says the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> the skills are shiny and soft.
1: <laughs> Supple. Okay, <get> baby, where <laughs> <laughs> Not going
2: to end that before I get in trouble with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where do we go from here? And that's a question to the group. Yeah. So where do we go from here?
1: Uh, Councilor Park is not providing much useful information.
2: Mm-hmm. Gaspard, have you ever heard of water coming from blowing sand?
0: I think that would be the
2: oasis in that. You know, I know. Well, I haven't thought about that. It's not
0: necessarily do. Well, I, I too uh, believe, as you did, that it must have referred to one of the oases uh, where the water does indeed surface in the middle of the blowing sand of the Mari Aranesum. I don't
2: want to trust back to that desert. They might behoove us to let the elves have their time and then either ask for aid, or maybe even seek an alternative answer. Working as I did with the guards, I've seen water come from solid stone from a mountainside. So water does flow even if you don't see it. It doesn't necessarily have to come from the water. But
3: where else I don't in mind. our land is there blowing sand?
0: That right. Is there blowing
3: sand beyond Porta Magnum?
0: Um, beyond Porta Magnum, yeah, you have the Great Desert, um, it's not really known quite like the Mare is for its sandstorms, because the Mare, the, you know, the sand is almost talcum powder-like, it's so fine, it's been so blasted by the magic, whereas out in the Great Desert, it is rather like a desert, you know, with the drifting dunes of sand.
1: Mm. Well, I guess we should wait to see what the, the
2: elves have to say. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we, we spent three days unconscious. Perhaps we should take the advice of the court of seasons
0: and rest and wait to be summoned. Okay, very good. Um, so, uh, you sign off with Alchabar. Yes, And um, then they... Uh, um, you know, there's an afternoon, really only a couple hours there of free time um, after your noon meal, and uh, then Daro guy uh, shows up again at, at your doors and lets you know that the uh, the feast will commence right after uh, the evening time, and, and wants to know: Do you wish to bathe? Do you wish to uh, uh, do any other things to uh, get ready for the uh, the feast? A bath would be nice, and my robes being cleaned would also be wonderful. He says, "Oh, well, we have a surprise for you," <laughs> and he pulls out a bundle that's in his backpack and hands it to you. It's, it's, uh, but you can tell that it's a bunch of cloth that's been kind of tied with some some uh, uh, twine and so forth. And I open it, okay, and it is a most gorgeous set of elvish robes. Phil agreed with what actually looks like gold. Thread on the edges, mm. um, and uh, it's just the most supple. It feels like silk in your hands. It's the most supple, uh, um, you know, fabric. And um, so, for uh, Adrian, do you want yours to be robes like the, the rest of the folk, or would you like this to be a, a uh, court dress?
3: Stick with robes. Robes, more okay. practical.
0: So they divine your intention. And bring for you robes as well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And um, mm. uh their tailors are apparently really good because it fits you just perfectly. Even the fact that you're it taller than you anybody in, yeah, yeah. in the group. Yeah.
2: A little <laughs> alarmed at <laughs> how well this fits, because I mean, somebody at some point is not in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of I'm gonna follow the no Idea and just get cleaned up with the bath. Right? Okay. Or were they just like
3: really good at like judging dimensions?
1: Or were
2: they measuring that yeah.
3: yeah, well, that too.
2: Considering why well, they keep saying rest, rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and then the magic tape measure snakes its way, snakes its way back, <laughs> again. Its way back <laughs> out again. like down a little. so disturbing, Kendo. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Considering <laughs> how I've been uh, yeah. practicing with the young sorcerer. Uh, we definitely, definitely need...
2: Been practicing with, with your, her? <laughs> with yourself? Alone? Unchaperoned? No. <laughs> Naughty boy.
3: She's been trying to figure out the measuring tapes, guys. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> you can't keep loving these. They said I'm gonna bite.
3: Isn't she, like, 12?
2: is <laughs> 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 <She> like,
0: 12? <laughs> No, if you remember, um... Orlana was, you know, like, 18, 19, something like that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, nice robes. Yes, (laughs) very nice robes. Um, And you guys all get cleaned up. And uh, then about an hour after uh, nightfall, uh, you guys uh, can actually notice folks starting to gravitate back towards the uh, big meeting hall. and.
1: um, Is there a spell causing the fall?
0: No. And um, guy once again appears at your door is knocking gently. Open the door. And he says, it is time, my friends. Let us go and enjoy the feast.
2: I'll ask him, would it be considered an insult to carry weapons?
0: He says, no. In fact, he he, uh, gestures he's wearing um, his best sword and dagger. Okay. Then I'll I'll follow suit and bring the long sword and my shield along. They probably wouldn't want to bring the shield, that's a little excessive. Certainly you can bring the longsword. Okay,
2: I'll bring the yeah. longsword like and war- the dagger of warning.
1: <laughs> and, I, and I'm and i sure I have the finest elvish gloves for these registered deadly weapons that are my hands.
3: with Joe. Master Joe.
0: The Master Joe fan club. Here we go. Anyway, so um, you guys return back to the meeting hall. And now uh, tables have actually been set up outside. And the uh, c- crowd overflows from the inside to the outside. There's many, many people that are uh, um, eating outside. They, a bunch of lamps have been set up of some magical nature that just sort of glow with a beautiful kind of blue-green illumination. And uh, inside the hall, you guys are let in. And uh, the regents, once again, are, are up at the uh, top table there with Maroka and a few of the other elders. And um, there's another table set right nearby for you guys. And uh, the uh, stewards indicate uh, your places there and uh, gesture with a great flourish for you to sit down.
3: Yay, we got the kids' table. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, there's need... no crayons at this table.
0: Uh, no.
3: Where's my coloring menu?
0: Yes. And. Um, is this one of those tables that,
2: reads... that you have to kneel at, or is there actual chairs that go under it? Oh
0: yeah, there's definitely chairs. Yeah,
2: okay. they, they they sit in chairs here. All right, just make sure.
0: And over in the corner, you guys notice a um, what looks to be human bard, and he is uh, plucking away at a lute uh, in a very very fetching fashion. He's quite the skilled artisan, and uh, he uh, you know generally is doing instrumental numbers, but also breaks into a song now and again, and provides uh, musical entertainment during the meal.
1: Is there ball and chain with us too? What? Hmm? So, like, What's he's... her name? Oh, Orlana? Oh, Orlana? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so she of course All would you shade.
3: My Just gosh.
1: From the very beginning. Like our sixth wheel? <laughs>
3: anyway. You're jealous? No. Spending more time with Orlan than you are? Uh, that's only
1: helps me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <sighs> About a 50% less chance of Getting destroyed straight a
1: parable.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's 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 attempt talking
1: you rub scallions.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, actually everybody roll for me insight that's not Arlen.
3: That's not Arlen. Insight? Insight. Five. Twenty-three.
0: Fourteen.
3: Non-natural twenty.
0: Five. So everybody but Noah who apparently is still busy puzzling over the riddling <laughs> words of the the Oracle, notice that Orlana never gets more than about three feet away from Arlen and half the time seems to be just slapped right up against him
1: that's consistent that just means I don't care about her enough to notice her
3: why'd you ask
1: well I don't mm-hmm. want her disrupting our ceremony oh
0: yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> Fair. okay so Frank killer
3: if the elves are relatively unknown how is there a human bard here
0: you might pull him aside and ask him later on yeah he is rather fetching looking. How did you get amongst the elves?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Slap the lute,
0: you! Why are you doing? He puts knife. it. To him.
2: You break it and turn it into nunchucks. Just I that, Mr. Miyagi pull the head back. <laughs> anyway,
0: so the feast commences, and once again, it is a um, absolute symphony of vegetarian cuisine. There's just all sorts of wonderful. Um, you know, vegetable-based dishes, The just the amazing artistry that the elvish cooks wield with the spices and the cooking techniques is amazing. Um, and um, although girdle, mm-hmm. Um after all the uh, rest of the table is uh, presented with their dishes, mm-hmm. um, you notice that there's a steward at your elbow with another dish. Can I help you? And he says, um... My lord, I um, we didn't want to have a repeat of the um, unfortunate incident that happened earlier. So uh, what we, incident? Uh, where you went running off into the woods. Um, Why did I do that? Um, before you went to the tower, um, we it's went,
3: it's just some nice snacks. It's a special snack.
0: It uh, uh, we we, we wanted to accommodate your uh, your culinary taste. Um, normally we uh, don't uh, cook the flesh of animals, um, but in this case we had <laughs> one of our um, rangers go out who was skilled in such things and and brought us back with this. And you know basically what you're looking at is is a curry dish um, in which someone has cooked a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry. Well, I guess it's better. I'm sure it does.
0: And, and, you know, it's not like the whole scroll. They actually did actually skin it and cut it. And, 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 uh... Is the
1: bard playing banjo like to? No, no, no. It's, it's, like, it's, it's a, a mean,
0: beautiful, mean, uh, you know, a Baroque, uh, basically, melody on, on Is its head still attached? Uh, no, the head is gone. It's been and properly it's dressed. I'm just thinking it's that
3: it's a It so <laughs> has a tiny baby apple in its <laughs> eye. <And apple.
1: laughs> a cherry tomato. You yeah. can
3: even hear it scream,
0: ah! <laughs> So it would be like you, you know you can see the ranger coming in with this squirrel probably <laughs> i have wanted
3: i feel like all the elves are probably throwing up with their mouths a little bit
1: though i think this is the ranger that you beat up i mean
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: venison
2: oh squirrel <laughs> <laughs> i have a big mac jeez <laughs> I have a tofu mac with cheese. <laughs> with tofu <laughs> the waiter cheese. Just sits there and it's like, toe cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you have <toe> cheese. <laughs> oh, it's only like the squirrel looks a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> and butter of lungs.
0: <laughs> so so
2: do you dig in, Colonel? I take the plate and I bow and I say, alright, nod my head, I say thank you very much for your consideration. And I set it down in front of myself. And, Cover back up. <laughs> well, study? it
0: actually, I mean, it looks like a really good dish that, you know, they just packed a squirrel into. <laughs> you beat up
1: the village and now you will to eat the specialty food that all you got?
0: Wow. I'm Lame. oddly not hungry. <laughs> actually, you're having this. The smells are tremendous. <laughs> I
3: think he's saying you eat it. <laughs> whether you like it or do no. I We're not. We're all whispering there, across the, the table. Is there flatware here or something? Yes, every every
0: place has been set with a knife and a fork. Is there even? a special so, squirrel sure. fork? Okay. Yes, yeah. Okay. And, you know, you you really do have to appreciate the effort they went to.
2: You look hungry.
3: Sort of scanning around the room.
2: Mmm.
0: I
1: reach over and I take her cauliflower.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> do do a, a perception check. Versus his stealth check. Oh, my stealth? No, someone stealthed by
3: stealth. Oh my god, it's the stupid mat that's on here. Probably 25. Five. Yeah, she doesn't even <laughs> see you yeah. take her broccoli, it's just
1: gone. I, I go
2: like
0: this. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> not that I care anyways.
0: Actually, you point at uh, Gernville's dish and say, squirrel! And then grab a broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> you realize,
1: hey Gernville, there's a dragon. Squirrel! I mean, the, the jokes are never gonna end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Only well, problem is no one gets your jokes. I do. Yes, just, just <laughs> you. <laughs> Andrew, something's bothering you. Besides the obvious. The obvious being... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we need to talk about the demon in the room?
3: No. I'm not actually a character. Not entirely sure if that's something I'm supposed to talk about.
2: No. I, okay? You can talk uh, about what it's, you want. It's offset something. Is this
3: a safe space? <laughs>
2: Actually, and and honestly, at the table we're at, do we have
0: somewhat of privacy? Um, you have that's, sort yeah, of that, that's kind of what that I mean. anonymity in in public. You know, I mean, yeah. everybody is so involved in their in their uh, conversations around you. I mean, the summer court or excuse me, the uh, court of seasons has never ever visited you know far in, in anyone's lifetime. So just to have them here is is uh, quite an event. And and uh, and I mean, you guys obviously came in as a curiosity. And now you're kind of celebrities, so everybody's kind of glancing at your table and that sort of thing, but at the same time...
3: Not really paying attention to what exactly yeah, we're you, doing. Yeah, you can correctly. tell me in months. So is there, um, can I see the person that I'm looking for?
0: Do, give me a uh, investigation. Don't, roll. Don't on a roll on the mat. Different die. No, just, just not on the mat. Eight. Okay, 16. No, you do not see him in the room. Okay.
3: So, feeling then a little bit more safe, um, there's been an elf that's been following me since we left, since we originally convened, since we left the monastery. He's been tasking me with figuring out what exactly it is that's plaguing the
2: lands, and I don't why even know who he is. Why you? And why, yeah, why you? I haven't gotten any answers.
1: When next you see him, point him
0: out. Well, I will had, get you answers. He said he had some information on you that... Uh, to oh. Properly motivate you. It's been, it's
1: been. Yeah. <laughs> so, point them out and I'll
0: get your
3: answers. But we can't be too obvious about it. They, it has, he,
2: he must know who you guys are in relation to, to me as well. Sometime.
0: <laughs> okay, and um, the uh, evening wraps up. There's, like I said, the uh, there's quite a bit of music from the Bard. And uh, he kind of finishes his last uh, last piece. His, his um, hand is beginning to seize up. You know, he's got those minstrel cramps, and uh, <laughs> and and uh, he uh, kind of bows himself out of the room. Must be that moon. time of the moon. And uh, the uh, dessert course arrives, and, and actually, it's you don't even know how they could possibly do it, but it's it's sherbet. Um, any any flavor you guys could possibly want. Squirrel
2: flavor. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at it completely unknowing what the heck this is in front of me.
0: It smells delightful. It smells like lemons and limes, and it looks like it's cold. That's weird. It's
3: basically like it. corn. <laughs> <laughs> it's the flavor of whatever you most desire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and yes, Arlen's favorite dish at home was corn. corn wine. <laughs>
2: I just slide mine over to one. I think this is yours. I'll take it. I mean, <laughs> I, give, part. I give mine to the paladin who is...
0: German. He, he, he you know, Yeah, he was eyeing that sherbet, and he, he has one that's orange in, in color and smells like oranges and uh, he tucks into both of them and tastes uh, <laughs> like
2: grapefruits tan flavor <laughs>
0: <Beige, laughs> but it's beige
3: flavor It's like old grapefruit It's just sort of kind
1: sort of
2: bland just like <laughs> It's like tofu He's like, yeah, yum yeah. I'm
0: into this It's like hominy, yes <laughs> It's not
2: quite chocolate. It's not quite.
1: <laughs> okay. Mine tastes like you yeah, know tortured
0: souls. So ketchup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> Actually, Arby's horsey uh, sauce. <laughs> and um, the, the evening winds up. Um, the uh, the Regents uh, take their leave of the crowd and. And people start to drift away, um, you know, by twos and threes and, and knots of people. And, and pretty soon, you're kind of, place is getting kind of sparse. Uh, uh, is Is
3: there an elf that, like, like is uh, Maroka or Dorgai around?
0: Yeah, they, they both are still in, in the room.
3: All right, can I ask them about the human bard? Because I'm interested in how they have a human in the Vale of the Elves.
0: Yeah, oh, yes. Um, hes uh, I wouldn't say frequent, but he's a wanderer of the lands, and he's drifted by probably about ten years ago was his first visit, and every two, three, four years, he'll come by again. It's always great. He brings us news of uh, what's going on outside of the Vale, and uh, takes our news out to, to the uh, great cities. He travels hither and yon, and, and back and forth. Is he still here? He's not in the room anymore, no. He apparently went to his cottage.
1: Yes. Could you point out where his cottage is? He's someone who's traveled the lands, perhaps. Ah.
3: I would go with no on, then. I don't exactly want to be alone.
0: Well, I tell you what. um, He is retired for the night, but I will let him know that you would like to see him first thing in the morning. Please do. I'm sure he'll be more than happy to meet with you. You know, bards always love celebrities. I want to go
2: back to the, my cottage, and I want to grab that crystal ball that I found that was following me. Uh-huh.
0: And just kind of like...
2: That put was it always... It's just always following no, me. No, I stuck it in the back. Yeah. We, I, it's I, like... like,
3: like, like <laughs> your back like... <laughs> <back, back, back. laughs> there's he, a back connected <laughs> to your door
2: as soon as it's open.
3: Then you like paint <laughs> <him> some eyes on it <laughs> in the mouth <laughs> and have bobs in your yeah. room.
2: And this is why I get all the cool stuff and you don't.
3: Can I paint tiny eyes on my island stone?
2: I you can try it.
0: You can try
3: it. I, yeah. I would like to do that. Okay, now. yeah,
0: and actually you have no trouble in, in just with your calligraphy set putting a couple eyeballs But you on feel it. less wise.
3: <laughs> I feel more amused. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> every time so, it comes around... So you're less <laughs> wise I, and it dropped your I. intelligence, too. was oh, great. And <laughs> yeah, no longer does she have the bonus to wisdom, it's now wise-ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this donkey from Shrek
2: comes in. What you talking about? Anyway, I just want to look at it and just... See if it does anything
0: and um it uh you, you realize of course that you probably should have asked uh galjabar about it it doesn't occur to me you mm-hmm. can ask any of these elves I'm yeah sure they, don't yeah the elves might actually,
2: actually... Is, is there an elf outside my door again? um or yeah, most, people,
0: most people have retired for the night it seems mm-hmm. they're not
2: yeah. just, kind of, just kind of looking at it mm-hmm. talking at it seeing it
0: and it, it just you know if you release it it bobs around it's after something. you wherever you go if you sit still it just hovers in the air about uh two three feet from you don't uh, I look at you. Don't suppose you talk to you? <laughs> just greets you with silence.
3: Kind of tilts back like it's mm-hmm. like hey. So, let's walk
2: yeah. across the room, so, watch the ball follow me. Yep. Walk by the room, watch the ball follow me. You should name it Fido. A high five. God, or no, it's it's a ball <laughs> of
3: light. You <laughs> could name it Fido. Glow. Yeah. Ooh, I'll just. You should see if it has you any like eyes keywords eyes. that only work when shouting
2: to like activate it. They this is, just, is why you're a paladin, not a caster. <laughs> like, no, nah, but I will look at it like I'm just looking at, it and I'll ask the elves in the morning. Maybe they can shed some light on this other. I bet you, you can check really it, stick well. it back in the bag.
3: I mean, it's only one, so I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> it throw it up there and there. it stays
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. So he's like, okay. <laughs> anybody else want to do anything before the evening wraps up? I'm just kidding you know,
1: I'll take a little stroll around camp,
3: look for more children. Um, yeah. Is my um well, I guess it doesn't much matter, but um, I'd like to tell No One to keep a watch on my cabin if he could.
1: You know what? I'll be happy. I'll just climb up a tree outside her cabin and just do the catness thing. Yeah.
2: Okay. Very <laughs> good. Catness. Then you am
0: gonna take a catnap. No, she's gonna sleep until. For, like an oak tree could have been evergreen though. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, it's mostly oaks and and, uh, okay. so and I'm, I'm drones. Gonna, and that's I'm going to hide myself there. in the branches. Not
3: that I'm going to sleep either, but I don't think that that elf would come around if I wasn't okay. in my
0: cabin. Okay. And the uh, evening wraps up. You guys all nod off to sleep or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I nod off to watch. Oh, good. And that's where we're going to stop for now. master's notes okay well this was kind of a tough one from my side of the screen because um, it was entirely improv uh, i knew a few things that the regions were going to bring to them in the old elf speech but you never know with uh, this group uh, especially with this group always doing something uh, you never can quite predict um obviously i shouldn't have told them something weird about galjabark because as usual they party just zeroed in on that and left uh, the rest of the storyline B where they should have been concentrating the other way around, but oh well. And then I had a little fun with the uh, elder's accent. I started in on and realized it was too close to Galjabar and trying to modulate it back out again. The only other thing to note is, of course, uh, I mentioned before that Drew had decided to enlarge his character and make it more mysterious but without telling me first so we were all fumbling around in the dark while he was busy having his character act completely insane and so of course this time around we decided to have a little fun with him just a word of warning to you kids don't make the dungeon master angry you'll end up with a half-cooked squirrel in your curry but anyways so where is the party going to go from here seems like they may finally have a bit of a direction We'll just have to see if it's the right direction. But for that, we'll have to wait for the next episode. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us on iTunes. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.